Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Coaching with Certified Life Coach, Angela Atkinson. Hi, I'm Angie. I'm a certified life coach, an author, and a survivor of narcissistic abuse in relationships. Today, we're going to discuss narcissists and love bombing, the soulmate scam. Are you in a relationship with a narcissist? If so, you might have experienced the phenomenon known as love bombing, which is yet another form of manipulation that a narcissist uses to reel in his victims. The Urban Dictionary calls a person who is full of love and always ready to express their love for someone a love bomber. But when there's a narcissist involved, this kind of term takes a whole other way. It's, it's, it's a whole different ball of wax. So let's talk about narcissism and love bombing. First of all, let's ask this. Why does love bombing work so well? Well, we all know how predictable a narcissist can be. And in the early stages of a relationship, or even during the renewal period of a long-term relationship, in which the narcissist reactivates the love bomb, some people also call that hoovering, uh, you can rest assured that certain things will happen uh, with almost any love bombing narcissist. So um, Kim Saeed at LetMeReach.com says it's because love is... Uh, the one thing that we all really want and need. And I think she's onto something there. How about you? She says that uh, love is the most sought after human need. And when a target receives an overwhelming amount of love and acceptance, she says it's very hard to analyze the reasons for fear of losing what they've desperately been longing for. Does that make sense? Uh, Kim also adds that after a while, the love, the target becomes blindly dependent on their abuser, all while being hammered into submission. Uh, I can relate to that. How about yourself? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Anyway, Melanie Evans, um, who is also a well-known narcissism expert, as is Kim, uh, says that the narcissist will engage in love bombing for a very specific reason, and that is just simply that they are in desperate need of narcissistic supply. Um, and I think we've all experienced a little bit of that. Um, now, you know, um, Melanie continues to say that, you know, she says that you have to understand that the narcissistic emotional model is not the normal human one we know. And she says they're insatiably needy. Uh, we know there are people in the world, but the human version of needy, she says, bears very little resemblance to the narcissist neediness. You know what I'm talking about. Um, anyway, uh, let's talk about healthy versus narcissistic relationship development. Okay. So in a normal relationship, you're going to grow closer over the number, you know, a number of months and years. And when it comes to a narcissist, one of the biggest red flags early in the relationship is that he has a really serious desire to move fast. Okay. So he'll start off by rushing into it. He's going to idealize you and make you feel like you're, you know, he's the part of you that's been missing all your life. He'll be like, Oh my God, love him for a sight right? And don't get me wrong. I'm sure there are some completely legitimate love at first sight stories, but generally if this happens, you're going to have to take a step back and think about it before you move on. Um, now let's talk about what love bombing actually looks like when it's happening. Okay. So at first it's going to seem like it's all too good to be true. You're going to spend hours talking on the phone or on your texts. Maybe you'll get little sweet texts all day. Um, you know, when it comes to social media, he's going to like all your Facebook posts. Um, he's going to, uh, comment on how amazing, smart, beautiful you are, all that good stuff. You know, he's, he's really going to be up in you <laughs> trying to get your attention. He's going to tell you that he's the best woman you've ever met or man. If she's a, if she's the narcissist, 
Uh, everyone else is, of course, so unpredictable, crazy, whorish, etc. And, you know, you will be the princess for that period of time. He will lavish the attention on you like you're the princess. Now, in fact, you might even find that he takes time off work in order to spend more time with you. It's very serious. And at first, you know, it all seems really perfect. You'll think, oh, my gosh, he's my soulmate. And, you know, of course, he's going to take advantage of those assumptions of yours. Um, he will say all the right things. He's going to, um, you know, behave just like before you know it, it'll be like you've just, you really know him within days or weeks. And you'll feel like he understands you in a way that no one else ever has. And quite honestly, um, this happens to the best of us. No matter how smart you are, you fall for it, hook, line, and sinker, because even smart people have emotional needs. And the narcissist at the beginning during the love bombing phase is just very, and even as he comes back and love bombs you after the fact, you know, after the discard phase, he's going to always uh, come at you with, these compliments and these things that make you feel amazing about yourself. And, and, you know, no matter what he said in the past, when he starts to apologize and shares all these things he loves about you and makes you feel amazing, you know, you're going to fall for it. it. The smartest people do it. It's, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's normal. Um, you know, you, you might get overwhelmed with gifts from the narcissist, which of course, you know, always have strings attached. Every gift that the narcissist hands over is always strings attached, whether it's tangible or not. Um, so, you know, this obviously is going to lead you to the inevitable next step when which he starts to mirror you, right? So he's going to uh, basically reflect back at you what you're trying to get from him, what, the, you know, suddenly he'll know exactly what to say, exactly what you want to hear, and he'll say it. And this is, of course, because by becoming your ideal man, he gains a tiny bit of control over you. So he can only gain the control if he has your full attention, see, and this is where he's, he's a, a pro. He knows how to get attention, right? A narcissist always knows. Um, and you know, and then there's the whole, you just get me thing, right? So he's going to tell you that somehow you're the first person who's ever come along who just totally gets him, right? He's going to be like, man, you understand me. Like no one else ever could. I don't even know how I got along without you. And, and, you know, he's going to give you the old, oh gosh, where have you been all my life situation, right? And sadly, you're going to find yourself wondering the same thing because it feels really good at that point, right? So let's talk about the soulmate con. Uh, you know, this is the whole, oh my God, I've never felt like this before situation. You know, narcissists are really good about playing on our insecurities, you know, so they, they tend to be very attracted to people who are empathic. And that's mostly because, you know, as empaths, we are easy targets and we do tend to be very in touch with people's emotions. And we actually react directly to them as part of, you know, being empathic. Um, and then nar the narcissist, of course, senses this and uses this to his advantage. Now, in many cases, um, they will use our deepest fears against us, right? And this includes, and especially is the fear of being alone. Um, so in love bombing, this is going to take a whole other turn. They're going to go the other direction, make you feel loved, needed, protected, you know, and one common way they do this is to tell you that they feel like they're your soulmate uh, and you're theirs. So you're going to fall for it because everybody wants to believe that the perfect, you know, one, quote unquote, one is out there. And of course, the narcissist knows this and, and again, as usual, uses it against us. All right. So another sign. Let's talk about um, the evil ex, right? So if you are concerned that you might be involved with the narcissist who is love bombing you think about this one how does he talk about the ex 
Now, a lot of narcissists, um, in my experience and from what I've heard from other people in this situation in my groups and in my own research, um, you know, they're going to give you a really bad sob story about the ex, right? They're going to tell you she was crazy. She was toxic. By the end, he was just totally, you know, dying, hating her. Everything was terrible. Right. Um, and then often they will, they will even say that, that because she left him because she cheated or, you know, again, the ex, this could be the opposite. This could be a man. Uh, I mean, a woman, you know, a woman telling you about a man ex or a female ex, whatever, but it doesn't matter. The point is they will always say the person left them because they cheated or because some other, you know, painful reason. But a lot of times they're lying to you. Um, and, and they do it because it, it, it works. Okay. So that's because you're going to feel sorry for him um, when he gives you the sob story. And it's just your nature to care about how people feel. So you might just find yourself, you know, going, oh, gosh, I'm going to become the perfect woman. And, you know, I'm going to make sure this poor baby doesn't ever have to go through that again. I'm going to be there for him. Right. And that's because as females, we are caregivers. We are naturally um, inclined to want to take care of and fix people, you know, and their problems. That's just who we are. And this, of course, is especially the case when we are in love with them. All right. So then there's this all, you know, well, what, you know, I don't understand what the problem is. Why should love bombing be a problem? Because it feels amazing. Right. So why is it a problem? Well, here's the thing. If you are currently being love bombed, you're probably not even reading this article <laughs> or watching this video. Um, and that's because during the love bombing period, you will find yourself feeling just amazing. Right. So you're going to tell yourself, you know what, this is the person I've been waiting my whole life to meet. Um, this relationship is special. It's different. And yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is my one. This is my soulmate. Right. But when you're in that place, um, of course you don't have any reason to go around researching this kind of stuff. Right. But most likely you're here because you want to know what happened to that guy you fell in love with. Right. He changed so drastically and you're just kind of like, well, what did I do wrong? Well, you know, you might even think you're going a little crazy or that somehow this is your fault, but, uh, here's what you need to know. <laughs> okay. First of all, if you think you are in a relationship with a, a narcissist, uh, there's a resource page on queenbeing.com. And I think you should also consider joining span, uh, my new online support group. And I will put a link for that for you in the, um, comments section or in the description section. Uh, now, let me ask you, have you experienced love bombing before? And if you have, what were the other red flags that you personally noticed? Um, if you go to queenbeing.com, you can research, uh, search for 17 red flags, um, early red flags of narcissistic, uh, of a narcissist in a relationship. It's an article I wrote um, that gives you even more signs like this, but there's a lot of really good information there for you. Um, so if you would, I would just really love to hear what you think. If you would please share your thoughts and your experiences in the comment section below. Um, if you are experiencing physical or sexual abuse in your relationship, um, narcissistic abuse recovery coaching is not for you right now. Um, you need to get safe before you can uh, consider actually doing any healing. Um, your physical safety is just primary and most important. So I want to offer you these resources here. Um, if you are experiencing that, because the fact is that I cannot help you until you get out. Um, and neither can any other coach at this point. Um, so please get help if you are stuck in a physically or sexually abusive situation. Um, if the abuse is mental 
emotional, I can help you with that stuff. I can coach you. We can get through that together. Okay. Um, now, if you are dealing with recovering from narcissistic abuse in a toxic relationship, uh, and it is not physical or sexual, you might like to read one of my books, which you can find at booksangiewrote.com, which also just redirects to my Amazon page. Uh, and you can also find free resources, tools, and support for narcissistic abuse recovery at queenbeing.com and get personalized one-on-one -on -one and group coaching for recovery at NarcissismSupportCoach.com. Uh, one book in particular that might help you is called Take Back Your Power, How to End People-Pleasing, Stop Letting Life Happen to You, and Start Getting What You Want. Okay, so if you've experienced this kind of pain in the past and you're struggling with recovery from a current or previous relationship with a narcissist, I'd really love to hear from you. Um, you know, share your thoughts and your experiences as well as any tips that has worked for you in, in recovery in the comments. And remember that you just, you never know who you're going to be able to help here. Okay. Now, if you have questions or comments or concerns or things you want to talk about, please leave me a comment here or email me at Angie Atkinson at gmail.com. Uh, we will see you soon. Have a wonderful week and thank you for listening today.